Ah, you obviously know Kung Fu. Hi, this is Ali Musi, star of the Kickboxer Trilogy, and you're listening to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. Joining me today is Tom Francis, artistic director and one of the minds behind an interesting project over across the pond in the UK where they're trying to translate kung fu films to the stage in a piece tentatively called Return of the Drunken Lotus. Tom, thank you so much for joining the Kung Fu Drive-In podcast this afternoon. Thanks for having me on, man. Great pleasure. Cool. All right, so let's jump right into it and tell me all you can about Return of the Drunken Lotus. How did this whole journey start? So... Really, the, the journey started about 10 years ago. Um, I did a, I, I was doing my uh, undergraduate degree in here in the UK in Norwich at the University of East Anglia. Uh, I was doing a degree in drama. And for one of my projects for my last year, I, I decided, being that I loved kung fu films so much and I was doing a, a degree in theatre, I'd try and smash the two together. And I made a short 15-minute play uh, about a couple of slackers, uh, kind of kung fu obsessed couch potatoes who find them themselves inexplicably in a kung fu film. Their life just starts transforming into one. Their voices get dubbed over. There's crazy sound effects whenever they do anything, and people start turning up and having kung fu fights with them. Uh, and it went well for what it was, um, but it was it was ten years ago, and I knew I knew less. Um, and recently, me and one of the people who was in it with me, Tom Butterworth, who's now producer uh, for this project, um, decided we wanted to go back to it and, and do it properly. We kind of had a look around and nobody seemed to be doing anything like it that we could find on the Internet anyway. Um, uh, and we got together with another friend of ours, Louise Cole, who's a, um, an actor, director, theatre producer uh, and we are now kind of in, in the first stages of putting together uh, a new improved full scale version of, of, of that show and taking it further really, um, making it bigger and better and uh, yeah, it's a really exciting time for us really, we're, uh, we're, we're just at the beginning of a uh, of, a, of a, a, a developmental period uh, and then hopefully next year 2019 we'll be looking to put the show together proper and tour it around the country and maybe i don't know maybe further <laughs> it definitely sounds very unique and it sounds like an exciting project uh, is there a story behind this stage play uh, what would that be so i mean the original one was kind of based around these two um uh these two kind of you know, loser, don't really do anything but sit around getting drunk and watching kung fu films. Much, you know, it was pretty much based on a lot of what my life was like at the time. <laughs> not, not a bad um, thing necessarily. Not, not, not terrible. No, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, we've been we've been doing a lot of research uh, recently for this show, which which has involved a lot of sitting around, <laughs> a bit less drinking beer and a bit more <laughs> watching kung fu films. But um, so that's kind of our starting point. But we're we're doing um, we. We all three of us have done a lot of kind of devised 
theatre where you sort of you kind of have a storyboard and a, an idea of you know a shape you want for the show and then you kind of build it organically from there so that's that's the approach we'll be taking so you know we may find you know half a year a year down the line it's it's taken on a very different form and that's something we've got to be open to but certainly the basic the basic premise is that you know these the central characters will have uh, a love for and a kind of an obsession with kung fu films that that kind of affects their life and affects their reality uh, and they kind of get sucked into it i think that's that's the core of it really the title itself is a, a throwback to those kung fu films return of the drunken lotus who or what films would you consider to be heavy influences for how this all came about or oh, asking me to list list my my favorite kung fu films i we could be here for hours sure um i mean i i suppose if if i'm going to talk about somebody who's the biggest sort of influence on me in terms of a like a, an artist a star it's got to be jackie chan um because you know he he is a proper martial artist obviously he kind of he, he knows he knows lots of uh lots of kung fu um but he he also came from very much from a sort of performance background he grew up in the Beijing opera and he was a big lover of sort of Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin you see that in his films that kind of uh, you know that 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 craft and that kind of clown aesthetic is in there as well which is appropriate for us because me and me Tom and Lou have, have all kind of trained together with theatre clown uh, teachers a lot over the years and it's a big part of the kind of work we do as well so that really feeds into it as well. I think if, if you're to ask me to name a single film that I, I think is my favourite ever Kung Fu film, it's actually, I think, I, w- I would normally say The Drunken Master. Uh, and that's obviously a very big influence on on, on this idea. Um, but actually, I think The Young Master, which is a slightly earlier Jackie yeah, Chan yeah. film, I think probably has to take it because it's got, it's got a lot of those classic tropes uh you know the dad who's really kind of the the master who's really disappointed with his students um there's a big kind of brother redemption story going on in there um and uh there's the bit at the end where he has to absolutely take a complete spanking from the bad guy before he (laughs) can win out and do it i think that's probably my favorite my favorite kung fu film overall but you know the the distance between them all is very 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 slight sure sure right and you mentioned that the one of the things that made the jackie chan film so good was that he was a proper martial artist mm-hmm. and uh you know he knew how to film those fights and he knew how to make the the fights look really good simply because he knew what he was doing and all the people that he was working with knew what they were doing yeah. so yeah, that brought a whole realistic dimension to all the fights on screen um, yeah, but some of you guys are actual martial artists as well. For sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I've been I've been training in kung fu for 13 years now. I think I'm a I'm a third level black belt in the school I I train with, which is a local Norwich, uh, where we live. Uh, school called Three Family Fist. It's run by a lovely lovely chap, Mark Cook, who's been doing martial arts for pretty much his entire life uh and i i do lots of kind of animal styles and a little bit of there's a little bit of drunken stuff in there and we do we've got a quite a really broad uh kind of range of stuff that uh, three family first covers i 
because I'm sort of higher up in the black belts now, I'm learning lots of uh, the sort of more wushu kind of uh, weapon forms and stuff like that. I'm having great fun with a Chinese straight sword at the moment. Absolutely exhausting, um, but absolutely beautiful form, you know, beautiful movements. So that's kind of, I guess that's why I've ended up kind of being artistic director in this because I, you know, I know the, I know the cinema and I know the genre, but I do also know what it feels like to do it. Tom Butterworth, who's uh, my longtime collaborator, has also done a fair bit of martial arts over his life. He's studied Taekwondo and Wing Chun, uh, bits and pieces here and there. Um, Louise hasn't, as far as I know, done any martial arts training, but she comes from a dance background, so she's very used to kind of uh, physical movement discipline. And I do find a lot of a lot of people who come from dance are very good at making, especially kung fu, look look good you know sure if you go back to those original movies uh some of the female leads had nothing but dance backgrounds and they made right. it look yeah. really amazing a lot of them came out of yeah that that kind of dance tradition didn't they so yeah and i think you know it's interesting where we're at, at the moment because we've gone back to what we did before and looked at it in the light of what we now know about you know what how you do combat on stage normally so We've done a few shows recently where we've been doing stage choreography, fight choreography, uh, and learning kind of the principles of how you do that safely and make it look good. But you also make make the fight into a story. So it's not just walking through a set of rehearsed moves. It's, you know, every every movement tells you something about the character's motivation, about how they feel, you know, and the, and the, the sequence itself. Like you say, with Jackie Chan's uh, approach to choreography, every movement is significant it tells you something about what's going on so we've we've got this kind of overall idea we're call, we, we're calling it action as narrative that's our kind of buzzword that mm. we've been you know, into all the funding applications and stuff uh, to make it sound uh, a tad tad more legitimate <laughs> um, yeah uh, but it's 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 really interesting to sort of strip it all down to the basics and then you know we're doing hopefully we've we've gone for some public funding um so we're we're trying to get some money out of the we have the arts council over here who who provide you know grants for people to develop theater and other other arts work um so we're hoping to run two weeks of research and development time in in june where we'll get us and a bunch of performers who we know are up to up to scratch and can provide the kind of stuff that we need and we'll we'll spend two weeks kind of putting together a, a short test version um and we'll do a little scratch performance at the end of that and then the next stage will be developing the whole show kind of developing the storyboarding devising it rehearsing it and then hopefully come 2019 we'll be ready to have a have a first run and then see if we can get it on tour sounds good now you mentioned that you've got training in weapons are you going to be bringing weapons and wire work and and all that stuff to the stage play because that's that's more than ambitious yeah yeah no absolutely i mean we've been talking a lot about and that, i think that's the one of the reasons to do the r&d is to have a play around with stuff i mean i've been thinking about this whole thing about wire work i've been I'm doing a bit of training down at a circus school before christmas and they do trapeze and you know um parallel rings and stuff like right. that and the rig you need to do that kind of stuff is just 
it's so colossal and we want to do a, a tourable show that we can take around small arts venues right. so i think we're more likely to try and find creative ways of, <laughs> of doing that you know maybe i'm not sure if we'll quite go as far as having someone in a black bodysuit carrying people around the stage right right that's that's a way it's been done sure you know uh, and it works if you can if you can sell it so um and as far as kind of props and weapons goes i think one of the things i love about jackie's films is the way they use props and environment so creatively so i think yeah we'll, we'll be getting some some brooms and some tables and benches and whatnot to to muck around with sure um in a, in a safe environment but it's yeah ultimately we've got to be able to we've got to be able to try and do this thing you know every night of the week <laughs> in different places around the country eventually <laughs> right so. It's going to involve a certain amount of making sure we're all fit and well enough to do it, but also making sure it's manageable and making sure we're not biting off more than we can chew. But we're going to be ambitious. Sure. We're going to try everything we can at the start. Yeah, the logistics definitely sound challenging. But uh, like you said, one of the things that was so fun about Jackie Chan's movies was that any time that you were in a room and a fight was about to break out, you knew that everything in that room was potentially a weapon. Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, to touch on uh, something that might be a little sensitive, you're choosing to go with the the dubbing track, so the the vocals are are misaligned. And yeah. in today's Hollywood, where there's a, a little bit of controversy around whitewashing and yellowface, yeah. are you at all worried about the potential controversy that something like this might stir up for you guys? It, it's it's a question we've we've asked ourselves. Yeah, we've talked about it in sort of our our kind of production meetings that we've been having so far. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really important. You know, we we are we're a fairly progressive bunch of people. Uh, we definitely want to have a kind of very inclusive policy in terms of who we involve. We want to make sure there's uh, you know fairly diverse representation in our in our company. Um, you know, and we're very conscious, I think, of the fact that we are you know a bunch of you know with the best intentions, a bunch of middle-class white guys from the UK <laughs> trying to trying to do some, uh, you know, talk about a, a, a product that comes out of another culture. And I think you're absolutely right. Sure. You've got to you've got to think about that. I think the good thing about doing a theatre show as opposed to uh, I don't know film or TV is when you're doing theatre, you you are right there with the audience, and you can you can be quite knowing and self-referential mm. and kind of deconstruct things with the audience. Um, I really like work that does that kind of stuff. And I think that's the approach we'd be taking. You know, if, if, if we are looking at that kind of thing, then, then the show's going to ask questions about it. Sure. Why, why do these two, you know, white guys love Kung Fu films so much? <laughs> uh, what is, what is that? Is it, you know, is it, is there something inappropriate about it? What does that say about them? Uh, and their their mind. I don't think we'll get too heavy with it because it is at the end of the day it's going to be a comedy show. Right. The main thing is awesome kung fu and clowning and laughs. Uh, but I did, you can't make a show without touching that kind of stuff. And certainly, you know, there's a lot of stuff to unpack in those old films around, you know, like gender roles, right. gender representation. So you could you could certainly look at a lot of it and think, yeah, there's some pretty, you know pretty straight up sexist sure. borderline racist attitudes going on in some of those films um and i think what we what we're going to do is use that as a lens to talk about modern life 
and you know discuss some of those things. Right. I, it's it's definitely something we're aware of. Yeah. We want to we want to do it right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. And uh, yeah, we're talking about those gender roles. There are films like Come Drink with Me where Chang Pei Pei played uh, Golden Swallow, who in the narrative was a man, and obviously she was not a man. But uh, they didn't they didn't think about it in those terms. That was just the way that they did it, and it was it was fine with the audience. Mm-hmm. No, and there's I mean there's cross cross casting goes back in in, in all sorts of theatre, um, you know. Way way back into hundreds and hundreds of years ago, you know, you would have women playing men, men playing women. So it's something you can you can you can play around with it. I think as long as you're being honest about why you're doing it, yeah. and uh, you know, you, you you think sensibly about it, yeah, you can you can make it mean something. Yeah, good. And uh, this project you've taken to crowdfunding. Where can my audience go to find out more about it and maybe? help you guys on your way uh so yeah we are we are crowdfunding our our sort of initial setup funds um so we've got our we're doing we're doing really well actually i've just just had a quick look at it we're now 81 percent of the way there Fantastic. so we're aiming for a thousand pounds uh sterling to uh help us you know get get the basics of stuff set up do some web design and stuff like that um and we've raised £810 so far. We've got six days left to go. It closes next Friday. Um, we're on uh, the Crowdfunder UK website. So it's www.crowdfunder.co.uk. And our project is on there is titled A Kung Fu Movie on Stage. Um, so you can check it out there. You can follow us on Facebook as well, um, Thundercake Productions. Um, and we're on Twitter as well. Um, likewise, Thundercake Productions. Uh, Thundercake One okay. is our is our handle, uh, and we're we're up. You know, we're, we're doing updates pretty much constantly all the time Great. Uh, at the moment because things are moving pretty fast. So yeah, you can you can find out what's going on there. So so it, because it's in the UK, is it is it limited to UK residents only, or can anybody? I, I think in terms of yeah donations, I think will be limited to, to UK residents only because okay. it is the UK crowdfunder. But massive love to, to everyone who's donated to us so far, obviously. But people sharing sharing it and just getting it out there is is worth its weight in gold as well. You know, it's um, it was it was great that you you know came across us and we were able to kind of get in touch and chat about it so the more we can fling it across social media and, and get it in front of people who might be interested the better I reckon. excellent yeah i will certainly do my part I'm, I'm always looking to connect with people who enjoy the genre and uh what's interesting is you're taking that genre and reinterpreting mm. it for a medium where ironically it sort of started in the first place with the Beijing Opera, right? It was on stage. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, uh, and that's always that's always cool to see. So, um, of course, uh, I, I will do my part to share it. Um, and uh, in terms of uh, any place else to get you, they got you on Twitter, they got you on Facebook. Is there a way for us in the States to be able to see it uh, as it develops? Uh, so, certainly following following us on, on, on social media, you'll, you'll, you'll see stuff going on. We've got to, we do have a YouTube channel as well. Great. And uh, I understand Lou is sorting out Instagram, but I'm, I, I'll be honest, I've got no idea how that's, that's just too new to me. I've got no idea how it works. Okay. So I'm going to leave that to Lou. Um, and we'll, we'll have a website up and running once, I mean, once we hit our target, right. we'll have the money to start putting, putting our website together as well. So, uh, but yeah, Facebook and Twitter are the best place to, 
to find us at the moment, I think. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I would say break a leg, but it's martial arts, so you might actually do it. So <laughs> I will just wish you luck, and I, I hope... It's okay, we, we are insured. <laughs> okay, <We've> good. Got, <laughs> good. got good, theatrical good. insurance that covers this kind of thing. Very cool. I, I'm glad you're uh, 81% of the way there, so hopefully you get there sooner rather than later, and uh, I'll be following along. So any of my listeners that are out there in the UK and are looking to uh, to help these guys out and, uh, and see this to fruition, please uh, go over to their crowdfunder.co.uk and uh, give them a look. Uh, otherwise, we will all be pulling for you from here uh, across the pond. Thanks ever so much, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to talk with me. Cheers, man. My thanks to Tom Francis of Thundercake Productions for sharing some info on what sounds like a really cool kung fu project. If you're in the UK and are so inclined, go visit their Crowdfunder page at crowdfunder.co.uk and look for a kung fu movie on stage. Otherwise, I'll place the link in the show notes along with all of their social. If you do go to the page, go check out their funny promo video where they give you a little taste of the kind of humor, probably spelled with a U, and sensibility that they're going to bring to the production. In the meantime, much love to my fellow castaways on Misfit Podcast Island. Go find them at the hashtag castaways on Twitter for some more unique podcast voices. Also, follow me on all the socials because I enjoy stalkers. No, 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 wait, not really. Just follow along for gits and shiggles. Until next time, Poison Clan. Peace. Poison Clan rocks the world. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless idea roaming over the land. Yeah, the little bitch soldier is older and wiser. He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to raise jars. Fight for the cars, then pass here. The blast on the end back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards don't hit back. Yeah, the death jewels here, David D is coming back. The Tai Chi master, Jet Li's even faster. The channel little drink because he is the drunken master. Once upon a time, a shiner. Rosamund Kwan is real fine, but see, Maggie Chung is finer. Golden Swallow has arrived. Chang Chi movies will the hero will survive. We've got the brave archer make his way to the top of the mountain, gonna fight. May as well pick the spot. Yeah, the sky goes black, cut the vampire's back. We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all, so stand back. He plays the black magic on the soul of the sword. And our sword will travel until his body's on floors. Yeah, Wing Chun Shaol in the mountain style. Yeah, the Feed the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! 
this time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claw See it's a game of death yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time and giant account on the TikTok The Shogun Assassin's like some blood of just drip drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the bone stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got Irma just in yellow but she is in the dragon But in the tea rooms, that's where it'll happen She got the bodies on the floor when the blood it'll splatter against the wall No fear at all, to kill them all There's always blood spilled when you head into a war Fearless, unleashed The fist of legend that the car jelly I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Walking to the tea house, spending for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war To smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, spending for some action